but I'm thrilled to kick it off this way. You know, this time of year, we like to take a look back at the year that was with some of the newsmakers in our city and our province, and I'm, I'm honoured to kick that off this afternoon with Alberta's Lieutenant Governor. Her Honour, the Honourable Selma Lakani, became Lieutenant Governor in the midst of a pandemic, assuming duties on August 26th of 2020, which made it challenging to get out and about uh, the province and meet Albertans, but you know what? That is changing, of course, over the past year. And for the first time, her honour, along with his honour, Dr. Zahir Lakani, will host a New Year's Day levy. Lots to talk about with Alberta's 19th Lieutenant Governor, her honour, the Honourable Selma Lakani. Your honour, so lovely to see you again. Thank you so much, Jalen, for having me on your show. How are things? How, how <clears throat> has the past year been for you? Because things finally loosened up yes things loosened up and you know as we'd spoken about before i was feeling that i wasn't able to get out much to meet albertans because i always say this role is not about me it is about the people of alberta and it's whilst it's wonderful to see them on zoom and on the screen there's <laughs> nothing as as special as being with them in person and learning about them listening to them you know and and you know, you learn about all the amazing work mm -hmm. that ordinary Albertans are doing, the extraordinary work that they're doing. So it's been busy, I'd say, the last four or five months as we're returning to some form of normal. <laughs> uh, it's been busy and it's uh, it's wonderful to get out there and be with Albertans. So when you're out there and you're meeting Albertas, what are you hearing from them? What are, what are they telling you about how they're feeling these days? Well... They're feeling hopeful mm -hmm. a lot of the times. Um, they're glad that the pandemic is sort of behind us, but you know, there are a lot of other infections. So people are all doing what they feel is right for mm -hmm. them. Mm -hmm. But I'm sure they're all happy to be, be together again, especially at this time of the year, um, you know, to be able to spend time with near and dear ones, loved ones, and to, you know, to be getting out there. Of course, there are people who are facing a lot of challenges. Mm -hmm. There are many, many people who are facing challenges, and that is where I think the Alberta spirit is the strongest where we try and help people we try and lift people up the best way we can in our own small way your honor you you um, you you and your husband made Alberta home now I'm trying to remember about 45 years yes. ago it was about 45 years yes. ago and after forced from your home country of Uganda what was it about Alberta that made you stay here? Well, let me tell you that first of all, we didn't do our geography, we didn't um, do our research very well because we didn't realize how cold it gets in Alberta. But we arrived here, as you said, 45 years ago because my husband had a position at the U of A to do his residency in internal medicine and cardiology. And that's what brought us here. Now remember, we were still stateless people when we came, and we had no country to call home. So we thought, well, let's go. He can start with his residency program, and we can uh, then decide what we're going to do. Um, and so, but we thought, well, maybe we'll spend two years. And even now, on some of these cold nights, <laughs> which we're going to face this weekend, we look at one another and we say, well, you know what, we're not here for the weather. We are here for everything that Alberta has to offer, Canada has to offer. And so 
we were we we thought we'd just spent two years, but then we realized <laughs> after two years this is home, mm -hmm. because you know there were amazing people who helped lift us up in our times of need, and that is why we decided. So two years was what we came for, and it's 45 years later, and we're so glad that that we made Alberta our home. And two years was what I came uh, to Edmonton for and now 23 <laughs> years later so I understand it uh, completely. When we talk about uh, the changes that you've seen over um, the past couple of years in your role, um, you know, going through the pandemic, one of them uh, as as well was uh, the death of Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth. You, uh, you came on as the Queen's representative yes. in Alberta. Yes. You had the chance to meet uh, the Queen over Zoom, if I remember. Did you ever, did no. you meet her in person? N no, I didn't no. meet her in person and I didn't meet her over oh, Zoom Oh, I thought you either. did. No. Okay. No, we were very hopeful that mm -hmm. we wanted to have an in-person audience. And yeah, so, so, but when she celebrated her Platinum Jubilee, I felt that it was such a special time mm -hmm. to be in office as the Queen's representative. And you know that when, when we got expelled, I was a student in Britain, mm -hmm. and Her Late Majesty's then government was very kind to us. They waived our student fees so we could complete wow. our university education. And when I was installed as the Lieutenant Governor, I felt like I had come a full circle, and now was my time to pay back some of the kindness that the British Her Majesty's government of the time had extended to us. It is now His Majesty. It's now His Majesty. How has that been getting used to? <laughs> it's, it's been, t it's taken a little bit of getting used to, and uh, we sometimes get our words in a twist <laughs> and we say things like His Majesty, the Queen, or the other way around. But you know, the passing of the Queen was a poignant moment for for, mm -hmm. for us as Canadians for and for everyone worldwide. And most of us have only ever known, known mm -hmm. one sovereign. So as we said, it's um, it takes a little bit of getting used to. And you know that soon after she passed, we had a book of condolences mm -hmm. at Government House and at the legislature. And uh, I made it a point to go down some days and talk to the people who were coming to sign the book. And honestly, Jalen, I have to say, the stories we shared, mm -hmm. the stories I heard from people who had had some interaction with the Queen, they were so heartwarming. And isn't that what we do when we lose a loved one? Mm -hmm. We want to be together with other people and share stories and memories. And that's what we did, um, you know, at yeah. Government House and at the ledge. Yeah, you want to connect. Yes. You want to you share those stories. Yes. One of the other uh, changes, and I wanted to ask you uh, about this, of course, uh, we have a new premier in Alberta as well. And, and during that uh, leadership uh, campaign, there was uh, the, the sovereignty bill, bill well, it was, that was just being talked about at that time. And you had told the media at the time that you would have to seek legal advice before giving royal assent to, it was called at the time, the Alberta Sovereignty Act proposed by UCP leadership candidate, now Premier Danielle Smith. You talked about getting advice, uh, potentially legal advice, talking to others in the same role as you across the country. Can you tell me what advice did you receive? Well, you know, Jalen, all I would like to say, and I will say, is that um, we gave royal assent, I gave royal assent to eight bills yesterday, and that's all I would like to say at this point, Jalen.
You don't want to. Okay. You don't want to go into any That's more okay. on it. No. Okay, uh, because there's a lot of people, and I'm just one more question for you, Your Honor. Is just um, there's a lot of people wondering about that, and because you did speak about it earlier, and uh, you know there's a lot of controversy around this. Yeah. So you know, I wouldn't like to make any more comments on that, and um, you know, we did give a royal assent to eight bills yesterday. We'll leave okay. it at that then, okay. Um, you are the first South Asian, as I mentioned, from Uganda, yes. um, and the first Muslim to hold a vice-regal position in this country. What does that mean for you, for your family? Well, you know, first of all, it's a very humbling experience. I, When I was first asked if I would um, let my name stand for this position because that's what they do they ask you you know we have other names but I was very very humbled that a person with my story could even be considered for this role but you know what I think this speaks to the hope and promise of Canada and I hope that others who are coming behind me get inspired by my appointment and whilst I've said this speaks to the hope and promise of Canada, I would like to point out that all of us have a little bit more work to do to make that hope and promise be felt by every single person who calls this country home. Like what? What kind of work? What, what more would you like to see be done? Well, you know, we see many, many groups of people are not, are still being targeted, are not enjoying the promise that Canada has to offer. And I think we all, we're moving in the right direction. We're a great country. Mm -hmm. We're moving in the right direction. But I think we just need to speak about it more. We need to bring, we need to have conversations. We have to realize the power of conversations, listening to one another. Jalen, when I talk to young students, I always encourage them that, you know, at school, today after we've spoken, Try and go and sit next to someone who you've never sat next to. Tell them your story. You will hear his or her story. And you'll realize how much you have in common. And where you come from, um, you know, how you dress will not be part of the conversation at all. You can learn so much. Yes, you, you can, can learn, learn so, much. so much. And you reali realize that you have far more in common than differences. You know, Agreed. so this is what, and I think we need to start young. We need to encourage people to have those conversations. Thrilled to have uh, her honor, the Honorable mm -hmm. Samala Khani, join me in studio this afternoon, the Lieutenant Governor of Alberta. We need to take a quick pause here. When we come back, the New Year's levy finally yes. happening, <laughs> finally happening. We'll touch on that more with uh, her honor, Samala Khani, right after this. Subscribe to the 630 Ched Afternoons Podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts. 630 Ched Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Yeah, it's our year-ender interview with Her Honor, the Honorable uh, Samala Khani, the uh, Lieutenant Governor of Alberta, and we've been we've covered a lot of ground already. And I'm going to urge you, if you if you if you haven't read or if you're being a little intrigued by Her Honor's story, um, go to her website, the the Alberta uh, government's um, Lieutenant Governor website. 
her story is outlined and it really is fascinating and when you talk about being involved with the community and giving back to the community and you can see where that passion has come from and where it continues and I know that's one of the reasons why you're so thrilled to finally be able to host uh, the New Year's uh, Day levy at Government House because we haven't been able to have this for the past couple of years. Yes, absolutely. So we couldn't have it in 2021 or January of 2022. So this is my first levy and I'm so much looking forward to spending with, with fellow Albertans. So I think a lot of people might have a misconception about a levy. Mm -hmm. They think it's maybe for, you know, uniforms and, uh, you know, uh, you know, fancy people. But it's for everybody. It's for everyone. It's for all Albertans who would like to come there. It's at Government House on Sunday, January the 1st. Uh, the doors will be open from noon to 3 p.m. And, you know, we call Government House the ceremonial home of Albertans. Well, Albertans should be welcomed <laughs> into their ceremonial home. And this is what I am looking forward to doing, to welcoming all Albertans on that day. All we are asking is that you register on Eventbrite. So, and that's because we don't want too many people showing up in any space of like 15 minutes. We don't want people to be waiting outside in the cold for too long. Spread so, it out a little yes, bit. Yes, okay. spread it out. And so that's all we're asking. So please, I'd love to meet as many Albertans as possible. It'll be a chance to enjoy some holiday cheer and share good wishes for the new year. And, um, you know, you can get more details, as you said, yes. on my Lieutenant Governor of Alberta website. My final question for you uh, then, as, as we head into the holidays and into 2023, uh, what are you hopeful for, for 2023, for the new year? What are you looking forward to for 2023? Well, I think I mentioned to you earlier, Jaylene, I'm expecting, my daughter is expecting our first grandchild. Exciting. So I am looking forward to that. And I, I hope it's, you know, like all parents do, grandparents do, love healthy baby. But I think for Albertans, I, I want to send this message of, you know, we all need to, over the holidays, we need some downtime. Mm -hmm. And I say to relax, spend time with loved ones, um, recharge somewhat, and reflect. And look to the future with some hope and optimism and I know that it is hard with what we're going through in in the world actually not just in our country but that is my message to all Albertans that we all have to work together and look out for those vulnerable populations amongst us who need our support and help your honor it is a, a pleasure as always thank you for joining me this afternoon wishing you and your family all the best uh, during the holiday season i look forward to crossing paths with you again in 2023 thank you so much jaylen and happy holidays thank you so much uh the lieutenant governor of alberta her honor the honorable sama lakani joining me this afternoon